This is the Small Business Big Marketing Show with Tim Reid and Luke Moulton. This show is lovingly put together for small business owners by small business owners to get practical ideas about attracting more customers more often. So, if you're serious about building your business, strap in for the ride. Now, here's your hosts, Tim and Luke. Lukey, Lukey, Lukey. How are you, Timbo? Oh, yes, good. Thank you, Luke. <laughs> Thank you for asking. That's good. Are you, uh... You're a gentleman, I reckon. Thanks for You are a real gentleman. <laughs> One of us has to be. Yeah, correct. <laughs> correct. What's been going on? Mate, uh, well, first of all, listeners, welcome back to Small Business Big Marketing. As our wonderful intro voiceover says, a show by small business owners for small, small business, business owners. Right? That's right. Now, um, and brought to you together with Flying Solo. Correct. Flying Solo. Flying Solo. That's it. Um, and uh, do you know this show, our show, is published on Flying Solo every fortnight on a Saturday. It is, yes, on a Saturday. So we get a little bit of additional action there. We do. A, a nice... <laughs> Hello to our wives. Um, but, but backlinks, Luke. Yeah. Backlinks. What do I mean by that? Uh, in terms of search engine optimization, Timbo, it's, it's links pointing back to our website. Yes, and we go into a bit of detail about that in this we show. Do, we one do. Of, one of many, many little gems. We're actually chatting to... Secret, <laughs> secret, Lukey. Two guests. Two guests. That we've had on previously. Previously. Yeah. And they are back and oh my God. Good show. Even our producer, Sammy, was going, best show ever. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Not it, much impressed with Sammy either. No, no, he's hard. He's, he's very hard, he's, which is good. Yeah. Sammy's bar is high, ours is low. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anyone Indeed. can come on the show and profess to be good at their marketing, but... Yeah, so that's great. Um, having having interesting discussion. So Flying Solo is a highly rec- regarded site for small business owners, solopreneurs. Solopreneurs, yep. And Google, look at it. They, I don't know what their their page ranking would be. I haven't done any analysis, Timbo, but I could. Yep. Yeah, but it'd be a, it'd be a site of quality. And so having a link on there mm. um, just makes us that little bit more important, Luke. Yep. Look, it, it's actually we could do a whole episode on this, Timbo. We but uh, perhaps we should. Um, I'm going to write that down. And uh, that would be around guest blog posting because you can actually get your links on other people's site if you offered to do them a guest yeah. blog post yeah. quite often. That should um, be interesting to dig deep. Sometimes we don't dig deep enough, Luke. No. I think we we just we brush over these. <laughs> we leave we... a few stones. Well, turned, yeah, correct. Uh, unturned, unturned, yeah, unturned. Yeah, yeah, but I think we should um, do that because I sometimes. I guess the show is more about what, what, and why, as opposed to how. Yeah. And I know in the new year, one of our little um, strategies for small business big marketing is going to reveal the hows, the hows, the how tos of many different marketing strategies. So we're going to create some little products that people can download um, and the, actually learn how to do that. The things. hows are also in the Small Business Big Marketing Academy too, Tim. Luke, you are right. You are right. And that's if people want to become a member yep. of what is a beautiful place to um, hang out if you're a small business owner. Indeed. We're also going to create one-offs where people who may not want to become a member but do want to learn about specific things like maybe how to... How to um, create lo- bank leaks. Set, set up, up a localised AdWords campaign, Ooh, nice, for example. Nice. Build a list. Build a list. All those little how-tos. So, Lucas, Timo? what's on your mind? Let's go to the intro of What's On Your Mind. It's time to dig deep, deep down into the darkest crevices of Tim and Luke's minds with What's On Your Mind. 
Whoa, Lukey, what was that? Is that another one from Fiverr? <laughs> it was. <laughs> thank stuff. you, thank you, Fiverr. I don't know who that was, but I bought that for five bucks on Fiverr.com and I had it within like, it was like two hours. Fair yeah, it's this like crazy guy waiting on the other side of America to do. He said, any voice, mate? Any voice? He didn't say, mate. <laughs> he, 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 he said, but any voice any you voice want. Cobber. Yeah, yeah. No, that would be an Englishman from the 18th century. Correct. Um, but, yeah, so, and there's a bit of a Simpsons theme running through the show, as people will find out very shortly. There is, yes. Let's hope we don't get sued. What's on your mind, Lukey? Uh, Timbo, I've actually been doing a fair bit of blogging on uh, smallbusinessbigmarketing.com. Uh, and one of the recent um, blog posts I put up, I think it was even today, um, it was uh, around creating an. Um, uh, an emotional attachment with your brand, Lukey, and um, something close to my heart. It is indeed, and the the reason why I um, bring this up is because I've re- recently purchased a new, a beautiful new bag from Hall. Oh yeah. Now you may recall, listeners, you may recall Scott. You said he gave it to you. You were stirring me. I was. You bought it. <laughs> I bought it. <laughs> Scott Kilmartin still hasn't seated you and I. Very upsetting. So I think it's episode fourteen. We actually had uh, an interview with Scott Kilmartin from yep. Hall Bags. Yep. Um, and look, I've I've developed an emotional attachment to the whole. You are a groovy. Yeah, I am. I'm a fan. Okay, so, what is it? Um, what is it? Well, it, it's 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 a number of things. First of all, it resonates with me because he's making products out of recycled materials. Mm-hmm. So they're recycled billboards made out of vinyl that okay. he's turning into into bags. Um, there's a bit of an Apple connection, and you know, you and I, Tim, are yeah. big Apple fans. Yeah. So he's making MacBook cases, um, yeah. bags, and iPad covers. Is there a bit of bromance there? Uh, look, uh, Scott would be the first to admit he's not the most attractive bloke going around. <laughs> oh, look, Scott is a good bloke. Um, he, <laughs> he's, um, I, I just, I just think he's, he's created a fantastic brand. The other thing is that they, they really have fun with their brand. Like they've got yeah. Gus the boxer. Uh, he's got his own Facebook page. Fantastic. <laughs> he sits in the window, doesn't he, of the shop? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, oh, even, even, um, even the signature on their emails is um, our products are rubbish. Great. So yeah, I, that's all, all that sort know, of all that sort of stuff just adds character and, and just creates this fantastic, um, yeah. fantastic brand. Yeah, we could learn a lot from Hall. Yeah, definitely. We might start implementing some Hall strategies in our business next year. <laughs> yeah. Gus the Box is a ripper. I, I've got a I've got a very gay looking dog, little Char, <laughs> little, little, little Charlie the um, Labradoodle, yeah. and Gus is the tough looking boxer. And and I send photos of Charlie to Gus on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like Charlie's like hanging out, hanging off the back of the, the car or whatever, looking like a complete, you know, raving homosexual, basically, <laughs> as, a, as a dog should. Not that um, there's anything wrong hel- with that. No, no. Hello to everyone who um, is... Um, we owns, should... a, owns a Labradoodle. <laughs> Great. Oh, dig myself deeply. Yeah. Did we just lose a proportion of our audience then? Possibly. Yeah, okay. Okay, so just taking a big breath. Yeah, we apologise to you, hey, Labradoodle owners. Labradoodle owners. Um, anyway, Gus sends some funny responses back. So I can understand being emotionally attached. And when you talk to small business owners about developing an emotional connection with their prospects, it is a bit of a theoretical conversation. It's hard to go. There's not like a stick in the ground where you go, once you reach that, you are emotionally connected with your prospects. It doesn't. Yeah. you just got to do things that connect with them, that get people nodding their head and laughing and telling others. I think it's just it, it is 
somehow developing that connection makes for fantastic marketing because I talk to people about, you know, people see the bag and I'm more than happy to talk to them. There's a bit of a story behind it because it's unique. Yep. It's a, it's actually a, a billboard that had on it um, a photograph of Luke, let it go, the MCG let it, grass. Let it go. Um, you, you, you know. And look, so, so then, cutting a long story short, I'll, I'll tweet about it. I'll, you know, put it on will. Facebook. Um, so it's it's a good referral marketing Well, Lukey, it's funny you should bring, bring that up because listeners, believe it or not, we don't share between Luke and I what's in our mind we just raise it um, each show when we turn the mics on the, look at this I'm handing Luke a card it's a Christmas right now it's Christmas but this is not a Christmas show because it's not about you know we don't want to date sensitize our shows Lukey but anyway yeah. I've handed you a Christmas card yeah. and you've gone yuck yeah. now that is from a company that I've had some dealings with it doesn't matter who um, and it is a Christmas card it's got a, a kind of couple of doves on the front Yep. It's got um, nothing on the back, nothing on the inside left, and on the inside right, it's got wishing you peace, health, and happiness, blah, blah. Len- uh, I was just about to say the company. Don't say the company. <laughs> uh, and then it's got their logo. Yep. That is the opposite of an emotional attachment. Man, that, that, if I received that, it'd be going straight in the rubbish bin. Well, it, I, it did actually. It, I honestly put it in the rubbish bin and then I pulled it out thinking, no, I mentioned it on the, I'll mention it on the show. This will do them more harm than good. Yeah. You know, if, and this is. I hope, I'm hoping I'm not the only person who received a card without any writing or personalisation. But what a waste of money! Uh, what a waste of money! Such a waste of money! I'm not even sending Christmas cards this year, Luke. I'm sending New Year's cards. Good on you. Yeah. Why? Because everyone sends Christmas cards and they get lost. And you know, I'd rather wish people a, a successful 2011 yeah. than I would a happy Christmas. And I um, gather you'll be using your favourite server. Uh, funny you should mention that, Luke. Sendoutcards.com forward slash the ideas guy and uh, everyone enjoy that. Um, Lukey. Timbo. Uh, what, anything else on your mind? Are we going to get stuck in? Because there is heaps. Oh, one thing. Sorry. Go on. Sorry. Commercial radio. Oh, my God. <laughs> I've got a headache right now. I know you can't tell, but I've got a headache. And I was driving here and listening to one of the talkback radio stations, which I very rarely do. It's always I've always got a podcast on, but I thought I'd better stay a bit hip, yep. you know, a bit cool and listen to the talkback so that I know what I'm talking about when people say, wow, did you hear about... Well, in fact, what the biggest news was like Shane Warne has got into more trouble. But anyway, by the by, I, it just reminds me why I don't listen. Um, I was listening to the ads. Yeah. What a joke. <laughs> See... It might just go, oh, it's just 30 seconds, it doesn't matter. But every 30-second ad for one of those businesses is costing them, it will be costing them hundreds of dollars. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm hesitant to say thousands. I don't care if it's a hundred, I don't care if it's a dollar. Because money's money. And I, just the ads were just full of crap. Lots of messages, lots of yelling, lots of music, weak calls to action. Just, just And they're all forgettable. They are all yeah. absolutely forgettable. Yeah. And once again, coming back to building that emotional connection that you raised earlier, none of them did it. Um, I don't know. Gave me a headache. Just compounded my headache. And no wonder people are turning off. Uh, you know, no wonder you turn off the ads. I know this is kind of old news, but I honestly don't listen to commercial radio or watch commercial telly very much at all. And every time I do, I'm reminded as to yeah. what, a, what a waste oh, of advertising got, dollar. I'm the same, Tim. I listen to podcasts, or um, I've got a subscription to Audible.com. Oh yeah, it's good. I was, I was in the car for three and a half hours yesterday and knocked off so many podcasts. Yeah. And so I've, I've finished that trip and gone. You know, I'm I am more knowledgeable for it. Yeah, I've listened yeah, yeah. to stuff that I wanted to listen to from people that know what they're talking about. 
Um, it was all our shows, Luke. I... <laughs> Which episodes? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. The good ones. All right, Lucas, we should get stuck in. We should, because this is a biggie, this one. There's plenty in this. Wow. This is... Listeners, seriously, I think we've said it before, go and grab a pen and a pad and a cup of tea, but this is one where you really should grab a pen and a pad and a cup of tea. Dave Jennings, Pete Williams, two previous guests on two previous shows. Do you remember what shows they were? Uh, off the top of my head, no. I Doesn't can't. matter. Yep. We're going to re- put links to them in the show notes. Um, they came on separately. Talked about um, Dave talked about having uh, he, he owns a business called Planet Thirteen yep. online offline retail business. Uh, on and off. On and off. Pete Williams is just a serial entrepreneur kind of guy who sure is. owns a phone business and a telco and a um, handsets, headphones, um, finger food company. Yeah, you know uh, he's a, he's a right out there. Um, and these guys ran a fantastic workshop earlier this year, which I attended. Which was it was just it was music to my ears. Some of the stuff that they shared, mm. and I said, "You guys have got to come back on um, later in the year and share it with our guests." So um, it's good stuff. Um, there is a lot. We are going to cut this into two, Lucas. Is we are right? actually. Yep. You don't like Lucas, do you? <laughs> not really. Huh? No, I <laughs> prefer Lukey, believe it or not. <laughs> right. Well, don't call me Timmy. All right. <laughs> um, we will because there is so much good stuff here that we will cut it into two. One other thing is, throughout the course of this episode and the next episode, there are going to be a couple of free gifts. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> free gifts for the listeners of Small Business Big Marketing, Lukey. A couple of Christmas presents. Yeah, well, they are a couple of Christmas presents, but they'll be around for beyond Christmas. Indeed. Um, one is um, access to a website that up until now, Lukey has been charging for... <laughs> And you're opening the gates, aren't you, mate? You're opening the gates of love. I am making it free. Yeah, there it is. doesn't get any freer than that. Yeah. Um, And the other one is something that Pete and Dave have kindly given to you, our listeners, which is an entire unit, uh, a video of an entire presentation unit they made at this course, where if you implement what they say you will find your way to the top of Google. Yeah, it's a very powerful little tip, but probably won't take you any longer than 15 minutes. No, we love that. And uh, so stay tuned. All right, here they are. Pete Williams and Dave Jennings. Welcome, Welcome to back. smallbusinessbigmarketing.com. That's Timo. it, Logie. That is absolutely it. And um, Dave Jennings, Melbourne SEO Services, previous guest of Small Business Big Marketing. It's good to be back. Lovely. Pete, uh, what are we here? Preneur Marketing. Preneur Marketing. Preneur Marketing. Obviously, Previous guest. Obviously didn't offend enough people last time. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Welcome back to the show. How, how has your personal lives changed since being on the show? People recognize me Stop as I walk me on down the, the street. street. Yeah. Mobbed. Yeah. I was actually out at a Christmas party last night and I was talking to people and telling them um, some of the stuff that I do and I said, oh, I do a marketing podcast. And, and then I said, and I do it with Timbo Reid, and they go, oh, oh yeah. Right. yeah, oh yeah, there it is, there it is. Yes. Oh, yes, all right. <laughs> Love it. That will be our sound for what will be, I reckon we'll be hearing that a fair bit over the course of this interview, because we are going to drop some marketing bombs, Lukey, some marketing bombs, not gems, bombs, bombs. and uh, whoever that bloke is who's going on about, yeah, all right. He's going to be very excited by it. They're very wound up. <laughs> now, um, now, guys, we are here because you two blokes ran a course earlier this year, which I attended, called Small Biz Internet Marketing. Yeah? And it was a bloody good course. Thank and you, if I hadn't, if I, if when I attended that course, I hadn't found myself online, after the two days of that course, I definitely had found myself. 
and I'd come to my terms with my... And did you get yourself in, get to know yourself a bit better? Yeah, yeah, I did, yeah. Well, the course was all about just getting found, you know, being found and how, how to... Would that be a fair summation? How would you guys sum it up? Uh, pretty much, I think every small business needs to be online. So this course was pitched straight to them, how to get the most out of their business and their website, marketing it online. Yeah, yeah, there's absolutely. so many accountants out there and plumbers and retail stores and stuff like that just think and still operate in the bricks and mortar world, whereas their consumers and their customers these days are going online. So mm. it's really mm. important. To and and they're ignoring it at their peril, aren't they? Yeah, trying to stick their head in the ground thinking that it'll, it's a fad that'll go away, but yeah. unfortunately it's yeah. not going I, I reckon, look, please, I was about to talk. Um, <laughs> one, one of the greatest, I, I, can I just say, and I'll admit it, I'll admit it, because this is our last show for about like four weeks, five mm. weeks. Yeah. I was listening to a couple of shows on the way up. I was listening to the interviews with you with Pete and Dave. I interrupt you a lot. <laughs> oh, you there should, it is. You should, uh, you should see some of the feedback I've forwarded you today. Anyway. <laughs> I saw it. Is that a I new year's resolution? It. Hey? No, new it's year's? not. No, it's the magic, I reckon. Until <laughs> uh, until Lukey gets the shits with me, I will continue Which it. Which happens regularly. Yeah, continue happens regularly. Not yet on non not yet on air. Not yet. One day, I just day. love you to go nuts. Yeah. And that bloke who sent the feedback this morning via Facebook, I'm going to get him. <laughs> Defriend him. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. I don't remember friending him anyway. Right. Hey, can I Thanks. do like him? Thanks, Chris. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, what were we saying? So, uh, what what's changed? I mean, why why the transfer into needing to be found online as opposed to the traditional method, um, which we covered two episodes earlier with Yellow Pages? <laughs> don't you know well, the answer to that? Can I jump in on the whole Yellow Pages thing? Because I have a, a little gripe with your Yellow Pages. It's something like... We're, we're, you too. <laughs> I know. And all of the small businesses in Victoria. Um, oh, we're, no. We're, no. No, no, no. No, they don't. <laughs> they no, love they it. Don't. Okay. They're going to be coming back and sitting in that seat in a couple of months' time because they've been invited yeah. back in and we... Well, I want let, to hear what they've got to say. Let yeah. me just put forward our market research because we wanted to find out exactly how people were finding local businesses. And before we ran the workshop, we went out onto the streets in Melbourne. You can still see the video um, on our YouTube yeah, you account. Uh, and we went and did it was almost like a Vox Pop thing where we went up to everybody asked them, how do you find people or how do you find products and services that you're looking at buying? And all of them, the majority said that they use Google. We also asked them if they use Yellow Pages. I think we had about one in 50 said they actually use Yellow Pages. The what actual, was the age? Was there a, I have seen uh, that video. It was pretty mixed younger? bag. No, yeah, no, no, pretty mixed bag. Mixed we, bag. we even had people sort of up on you know, Collins Street and up near the business district, older demographic. Like we had a, a mixed bag there and the vast majority of them said that they go to Google and almost all of them said they at least go online. So Yeah, yeah. so there's a great saying. I don't know where I, I heard it or read it. It was a few years ago now. In fact, about three years ago, it was like, if are you online or have you just got a website? Yeah. And, and five years ago, having a website, tick the box. Yep, I'm online. But if you reckon you're online just because you've got a website these days and own a business, then you are so far behind the eight ball. It isn't funny, yeah? Yeah, it's about being in front of the people, your, your demographic, your target market, your prospects, when they've actually got their wallet half open looking to spend some money. It's about getting in front of those people. So having a website is not necessarily in front of those people. Being found on Google, maybe a Facebook or a Twitter account as well, is being in front of those people. And that's what it's all about. Okay, so your, your um, Small Biz Internet Marketing Workshop pretty much explained in great detail exactly what it means to be online and how to get found online. And our listeners and, and Luke and I, lucky enough for you to guys to come back in and share six, seven, 20 tips, gems, 
bombs to, bombs <laughs> to uh, to get it to get them found online. So um, why don't we bounce the ball and give us number one? I think the first big thing in terms of uh, beyond why you want to go online is usability in terms of with your website. So this is an important part about if you're going to build a website, you want to make sure it's actually going to be effective. There's no point having a brochure online. So the biggest two things that a lot of business owners don't think about when they get a website designed, and this is not necessarily their fault and it's not necessarily their web designer's fault either, but no one just knows this, is put some calls to action on there. Like put your phone number top right-hand side of the website. When people land on the website, they want to be able to find easily how to contact you because that's why they're there. Phone number if you want to be called, address if you want to be visited. Yeah. Yep. Call to action, request a quote, request S- a some contact. Kind of co- some kind of contact information. Yeah. Mm. Oh. How many businesses don't do that? Particularly for service-based businesses, I think. That's Absolutely. really, really important. Uh, I you know, reckon if both. If you're an account, if you're an account, <laughs> here we go again. If you're an accountant, um, for example, uh, freelancer, even web developers, web yep. designers. I know we actually have a lot of web developers, freelance photographers. Um, you know, you actually want to be talking to the person. If you're going to be spending a lot of money with them, you want to pick up yeah. the phone and have a chat. We've got to think as a business owner, what's the outcome you want your prospect to have when they land on your website? And that is to interact with you, not just read and go away, to actually interact. Mm. So you've got to have that call to action on every single page, not just hidden at the bottom of the thank you or contact us form. And, and the, the, the mindset you should have is like, you don't know where people are going to be on your website, which page, which paragraph they're going to be when they go, you know what? I want some of these guys. So you just want that information yep. to be front and center. And, and for me, I like to have the website where it really does position you as the expert. So rather than when you get an inbound phone call, you're having to sell them on the idea that they want your product and services, you have your website pre-sell the product and service. So then picking up the phone to place an order, they're not picking up a phone to try and question you and find mm. out more about you. So for me, in usability, the website is all about answering those questions that you know are in your client's minds before they even pick up the phone and talk to you. Yeah. So reducing that barrier yeah. to entry. So it's a pretty, the, the, the space between um, thinking about buying and buying was significantly reduced. Yeah. yeah Particularly okay. because if you're thinking about this whole process as you're getting in front of them while they're actually searching for the solution to the problem they have, whether it might be a tax problem or a, a leaky toilet problem, they've already got that problem in mind. So you don't have to sell them on the problem. You have to sell them on you being the solution. That, that mind shift gives you a bit more of an education to actually think, okay, what should be on my website? How can I actually support that argument now? Righto. Right. Love that one. With that as well, I suppose, with uh, usability. Um, the yes. Other- <laughs> yes. All right. We well, forgot that, about it. That was a good idea. <laughs> yeah, that was delayed. He was, who is this? Bart or Homer? That's um, Homer. Man, I'm so out. I'm just not. I'm more family guy. Yeah. You know? You know, more modern family. <laughs> You're like that father in modern family, I've decided. <laughs> <laughs> you know? oh. Looking at Luke. Luke. <laughs> That's harsh. Who am I? Homer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. All right. Anyway, guys, this is a serious marketing show. I know, so I don't I know, know. where this frivolity is coming from. I so, wanted to sorry, give Dave. someone oh, a bomb. Sorry, okay. Yeah, I yeah, wanted go. to drop a bomb. Go, Dave. So go, for usability, the biggest takeaway that you can have, and I know Pete rants on this uh, yeah. all the time, is making sure that you have your phone number in the top right-hand corner of your web page throughout the site so people oh. don't have to dig for your contact details. Dave. Yes. Oh, yes. All right. That'll bring a tear to a glass eye. You love that saying, Timbo. You've said that before, Luke. <laughs> bring a tear to a glass eye. I do love it. <laughs> you do. Do you know why? Puts a smile on your dial. Puts a smile on my, di- on my dial. That's good. That's all. Yeah, that's good. And that's, that's you know, that's pretty easy to do, actually. But, <laughs> you know. And the reason why we're pausing there is because we do have a little gift for our listeners. We do. 
Right up front, Lukey. <laughs> Give it away. Uh, it's a little website I made some time ago uh, that's been a membership site. And I'm basically opening it up and making it free. It's it's how to make websites.net. So um, just along the lines of what Pete and Dave are talking about, look, if you don't have a website, uh, here's a really quick and fairly easy way mm. uh, to go about making one yourself. Uh, it's not as scary as it sounds. And, and not only, this is not just for people, because I've gone through the modules that you present in this site it's not just for people who may want to create a site but it actually gives you an understanding of how a website gets made yeah so there's a bit of insight into hosting domain name registration um you know doing all those funny things like domain name servers and all that weird stuff which all that (laughs) tech stuff as you know listeners does my head in but um, is reality in the world of online. Yes. Um, and so even if you don't want to make a website, um, it is a good site to go in and just get a bit of, better understanding of how things work. Indeed. Anyway, not to steal uh, Pete and Dave's thunder. Lukey, it's a very kind gesture, though. <laughs> Thank you. How to make websites. Dot net. Dot net. We'll put a link in the show notes. Love your work. Okay, boys, number, number two, what do you got? Oh, I'm going to touch on this one as well. I think um, a big thing is uh, paying to get effective traffic to your website. Uh, and what I mean by that is uh, pay-per-click advertising. So Google AdWords is the pinnacle of pay-per-click advertising. And what that is, is you're paying for when someone clicks on your ad in a search engine. So for those who aren't aware, you can basically go to Google and say, I want my ad to appear when anyone types in accountant and my ad will appear. And I'll only pay for that uh, click when someone clicks on the ad to come to my website. Mm. So it's the most effective marketing you've got. There's no wastage. It's not like magazines where you're paying for eyeballs. The most effective marketing. There's a massive call. In my, in my mind, I would say absolutely. You love your pay per click, don't you? I love my pay per click because it's effective. Yeah. It's, yeah. Me- it's measurable. It's manageable. Mm. And something a lot of people don't know, particularly small businesses in the real world, is that you can actually target this to a local area. Mm. So you can say, if you're an accountant in, let's say, you know, Chatswood in New South Wales, you can say, I only want my ad to show for people who are physically located sitting at their computer within a 45-kilometer radius of my office. Mm, yep. That's powerful. And that, that is, is a bomb. Give us a little bit of insight into <laughs> Yes. The... Oh, there it is. Yes. All right. Oh, Homer. He is going off. Pete, a little bit of insight into you. I mean, you use, you live and breathe um, pay-per-click. Spend a big six figures a year. Yeah, and uh, hopefully get a lot more back than that. Absolutely. It runs a couple of different businesses I have. Primarily is our AdWords is our big lead generator yeah. because it is so targeted and there's just no point, you know, we, in some you know business units we run is, is we don't believe in doing magazine and radio advertising and stuff like because there's so much wasted. You can't measure it. You can't manage it. And then you know, you're not hitting the demographic. Pay-per-click, you're only paying for people when they've gone to Google to search for a solution to a problem yeah. with their wallets half open. I think that's the key is that you're actually putting yourself in front of people that are already looking for your service. So there is little wastage. Most qualified leads as well. Yeah. One of the things with pay-per-click that does my head in, and when we mention pay-per-click, I mean, it's beyond Google AdWords. It's obviously Yahoo, um, MSN. Yeah, LinkedIn, Facebook, all those, all those places have the ability to um, list pay-per-click advertising. Getting an account registered is—it's simple, oh. you know. It's—it's it's really simple. Google.com forward slash AdWords. Some amazing yeah, videos. Yeah, but then I reckon for the small business owner who doesn't know what he or she is doing, they can still spend hand hand over. What are the, what's the word? Hand over fist. Hand over fist. Thank you, Luke. Uh, a lot of money, you know, without little with little return because there are some there are some tricks to the trade. Absolutely, there? like anything, there are definitely some tricks to to refine it and make sure you get the most out of it. Yeah. And one trick a lot of people do, which is very effective, is putting their phone numbers in the actual ads. Yeah. So you actually get that is get, allowed. 
Uh, I, it does work. Whether it's in the T's and C's, I'm not too sure, but okay. people do do it and haven't been. Hello to everyone at Google. There, <laughs> I, I believe there is a, a separate option now in AdWords where you can actually choose to put in your phone number. Yeah, and okay. you can actually make the click to call too, which is some more which is advanced view as opposed to so some click. funky stuff we, that way. One of our guests next year is going to be um, Pete Rose. Mike Rose. Mike Rose. Hello, Mike. <laughs> Um, who's a pay-per-click guru back, in Mike. Australia. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> but, but uh, you know, not everyone can afford like a Mike Rhodes of the world. Um, yep. What does What's the small business guy do who can't go and afford to pay a, a specialist to do their pay-per-click? But if they go and do it themselves, they could find themselves paying too much per click, writing the wrong ads. Where's the solution? Look, really, uh, Google actually do an amazing job of giving away some fantastic online content and courses. So you can actually go there and actually watch a bunch of videos and content at Google and it'll walk through through that or just get some education. Come to workshops that the small business, big yeah. marketing intensive, for example. Hey, there's that's a whole a good, session. That's a good workshop. It's mm. a great workshop. Gosh. I think the, I think the, the tip I gave away before is probably the key to not spending too much. Like if you're a bricks and mortar business, you can advertise on AdWords and you can go within a 20 to 30 to 40K radius of your business and you can set a daily budget and you know you're not going to go over that. And if you're also confining the advertising area to that small sort of area, you're not going to do a, a truckload of a truckload of clicks if you're if you're doing it like that, unless you're in you know maybe Sydney or Central yep. Melbourne. Why would you choose uh, AdWords over Facebook? Well, clearly you want your customers to be at the end, but um, do you completely just do AdWords, Peter, or do you choose other pay-per-click options uh, as well? It all comes down to testing. That's sort of a big right. mantra that I have through all the stuff that we do. You is love test, testing. test, test, because I've learned as much as it hurts my ego that I'm very rarely right. Uh, hang on, uh, can we, how do we replay that? Just say it again. <laughs> uh, my, like, I, it's about not thinking that I'm right and actually testing yeah. it, measuring something, and then working out what actually works and go with that because it's the market. And then when you find right. out you're right, you go, oh, yeah. yeah. Pete, um, Pete Williams. <laughs> How good are you? Look in the mirror. I love it. <laughs> it it's, um, it's, it's not about you. It's one thing I used to say to, to um, some Me? of my small business oh. clients is it's, it's not about you. It's about your customers. Absolutely. The brilliant thing that I love about pay-per-click is this idea if you put the appropriate tracking in place, you can figure out how much it costs you to acquire an, a lead. So if you then know how much that lead is worth for you or how, at what rate you can convert that lead into a paying customer, if, if you could figure out, hey, it cost me 50 cents to acquire a lead and I could potentially make, you know, I'll make $100 out of that lead, Do it how many day. leads are you going to buy? Correct. As many as you can get your Absolutely. hands Absolutely. Absolutely. Free, what is the gem that you're about to share with us? I might just touch on the idea of SEO because we talked about pay-per-click and the good thing about pay-per-click, it's all about driving traffic to your website quickly uh, just by paying for that. Now we can also, I want to talk briefly about using SEO, mm -hmm. search engine optimization. And this is the idea of getting your website to come up in what's known as the organic listings, which is below the paid mm -hmm. ads when you're looking on Google. So I think it's something, it's a huge topic and I don't necessarily want to go really deep into it. Suffice you, you did to in say, your workshop, which was absolutely tremendous. Yeah. And, and I'll, I'll touch on just the top level so they, so people can get an understanding of what to ask. I think the real key is you need to make sure when you're talking with your web designer, if you're not the web designer, to make sure that it is search engine friendly. You want to make sure that you can make changes on the website that are search engine friendly. Now, I'm hoping your website designer is going to know what that means. Developer or designer? Because I... It's really a developer. Often they're the same people. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, your developer is the person who's going to key in all these terms and tags and 
Yeah, and, and I suppose the best thing to do, pass on this podcast and let them listen to what I'm about to say, because it may seem like uh, another language to you. Here we you. go. Yeah. Here we go. Just make sure that for the on-page optimization that you can edit your title tags, your meta descriptions, and have the ability to change the content on your website. Yeah. And also make sure that the URL structure is spiderable and indexable by Google. So again, that's probably something that, that your, it was your deep. website... It, it was deep. And, and Sammy, no, no sound effects? <laughs> yes. Oh, yes, all right. So, I don't know about that. We, should, we almost need the horn to like... There was a lot of tech talk in oh, there, yeah, but so, you're right. I mean, the, the, the action there is to pass just that audio on to your web person because yeah. they will know what they're talking about. We've said this before, Lukey, in a show where if, if it hasn't been done, the first thing to do before passing it on is to sack them and get get a web developer yeah. who does know because that that is basic stuff. That it is, is it, it's like you know, it's like when I buy a jumper, Luke. I put my name on the tag on the back <laughs> so that I know it's mine. Good on you. Okay, that's my analogy, and and I'll do. I'll continue to do it even yeah. if it upsets you. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and uh, this, don't look at your tag. On your <laughs> I'm going to jump in and save you there, Luke. Thanks. So we can't. Thanks, Tom. With the barrage, the other part to SEO is the uh, off-page optimization. And hang this on, hang on. Before I, I do want to just. I do this want to explore the on-page stuff okay. a bit more because it is so important. And just e even okay. the on-page stuff that you talked about, the meta tags and the tags and all these things also show themselves up on Google search. When you do it, when you get your search results, when Google yep. delivers search results, you can actually affect what is in that headline and the link and the first two or three lines. Yes, you can. And yeah. it's, it's filling out those bits of information that I talked about in the title tag, the meta description. That is what is displayed when it comes up in Google. So you have the ability to control that. So that's Im important. Yep. The other real key is you take what Pete talked about in pay-per-click, mm -hmm. make sure that you uh, find out what keywords are working for you. And then you want to put those keywords onto your website and optimize those pages for those keywords. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's the real key, finding out what, what keywords are, are working for you and then trying to get those keywords for free. And you, you go through that in, in the workshop, you talk about, uh, Market Samurai, Google Keyword Finder. Yep, and different ways to find those keywords, complementing what Pete talked about with the pay-per-click stuff, and then where to put that keyword. And then the final piece of the SEO puzzle is just making sure that you build enough backlinks, links to your website, links pointing to your website uh, with the keywords that you're trying to rank for. Logie, you know this backlink thing? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Have you been getting the emails? Dave has gone and created, I don't know how many backlinks to the interview that we did with him a few <laughs> months ago, but I get a, is it a ping back? Yep. I get a ping back a day saying <laughs> some website in the world has linked to that interview we did with Dave. And that all came about because I challenged Dave to get more tweets <laughs> on his interview than Pete. <laughs> Pete got a few tweets. Dave didn't get as many, but in terms of pingbacks, I reckon we'd be up, it must be close to a hundred. Yeah, quite possibly. Like we've, we've got a pretty vast network and the strategy, strategies we talked about in the workshop yep. is effectively what I've applied for you guys. So you, basically what that means is you have, there is a link to the interview you did that is posted on our site. There is links out there. A hundred yeah. different websites all Love linking that. back. Because yeah. it comes that. down to, to two things is exactly what Dave just said is that if you want to rank for uh, accountant in Chatswood, your website has to have the word accountants in Chatswood on the page, otherwise Google's not going to put you in the search results for that. And that's something that's very, very basic, but so many people don't think about that because how will Google know what to put your website in, what bucket to put it in if you, you can't Talk about words? buckets, Pete. You love my bucket I analogy. do love your buckets. Basically, there's, there's two things. It comes down to working out every search phrase that someone types into Google. It might be accountants, Chatswood, or Chatswood accountant. They're two separate buckets in Google's world. So it comes to your website. 
looks at all the words on your websites and the pages and puts those pages into different buckets. And then each search results page is a different bucket fundamentally. And then the off-page stuff that Dave was about to mention is what dictates your ranking in that bucket. So to get to the top of the bucket and appear number one for search results, it all comes down to how many votes you have, which is this pingbacks and links to your website. So the more other websites that link to you, they're classed as votes. So the more votes you have, the more popular your website is, the more popular you are, more close to number one you're going to be. So Google really is just one big giant popularity contest. So you want to try and become as popular as possible by having other people say that you're popular. Because it's not good for me to walk around saying, I'm the most popular guy in the world and I'm really, really cool. That doesn't make me popular. What makes me popular? Then why do you do it? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm hoping someone will listen. <laughs> no, but, but if you get enough other people, like now that you're starting to say it about me and Luke and then Pete and that, that starts to build and build and build, <laughs> and then I'll be Mr. Popular. Yeah, yeah. So you're going to walk out of the studio feeling pretty good about yourself, <laughs> aren't you? That's so, the aim with small so, business, big marketing. <laughs> So the aim of the Not game when you're in my seat. Is, is, is to basically bring that to your website. We want to make your website popular in the eyes of Google. I do like Pete's analogy too of, um, and I'm I'm setting myself up here, but the Brad Pitt kind uh, the of nightclub, uh, the nightclub. Uh, you want to yes. give us that one? Something that I mentioned uh, when I speak at the small business intensive. Yep. It's uh, basically coming out to a nightclub analogy is to get um, into a nightclub is like the popularity contest in the same way that Google is. So if I come into a nightclub and I want to try and get in with Timbo on my, on my arm. Be Straight in. Well, I was Straight gonna, in. I was Depends gonna, on the nightclub. Where you've been, you'll say. <laughs> See, I was going to say, A, you don't have enough friends to get you in there and Hush. Timbo's not a great friend. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Here Whereas we go. If, if I rocked up to a nightclub with, with Brad Pitt and yep. a huge entourage, it's going to say I've got more friends, more votes, yep. shows me it was more popular, and I've got cool friends as my friends, so I'm going to get into that nightclub easier. And you go. Yeah. So it's all about getting a big posse, <laughs> a big entourage, and having cool people in that entourage. So having good quality links as well. So not getting links from spammy websites and gambling and sex and all that sort of, those dodgy websites, getting good quality links as well. It's a great it's analogy. A, I just don't know why you have yeah. to use me. <laughs> every time. Every time. It's like, you know, anyway. It's a shoe fits. They're, they're, yeah, that's right. Don't wear it. Um, wear a thong. <laughs> that would be the wrong nightclub. <laughs> uh, yeah. Definitely. Uh, excuse me, mate. I see you wearing, <laughs> wearing a thong. It's just, you're in the wrong place, Luke. Is you hard to make laugh today? I'm smiling. Are you not? Just not, just yeah. not at you. <laughs> Nothing. None of that beard. We need to bring this like back to something serious, Luke. Maybe Sorry. Yeah, can, what have we got? Number four. So uh, next big tip. Okay. Guys. The, ne the next big tip we wanted to talk about is Google Places. And this is something that's popping up everywhere. Uh, I think Google has realized that people are interested in businesses within their local area. So you know what it's like when you do a search in a local area for you're an accountant or your plumber or um, whatever it may be, um, uh, you'll, you'll start to see maps appear within Google. Um, so when that map appears, that the businesses are, are appearing as placeholders all over that map. Dave, yeah. can you put your mouth closer to the microphone? Oh, is that what's going on? Okay. <laughs> These guys, I was losing my, oh, my, my no, chi there. People were, were moving mics. I and know, and, like and podcast is not an, a video medium, unfortunately, but what we were trying to do then is signal to Dave that you just weren't close enough, mate. You yeah, weren't giving yeah, that yeah. mic enough love. Lo enough love. The, Go on. Yeah, so Location-based search through Google has become huge, Dave. So. Yeah, and, and we're starting to see now uh, a lot of the normal organic listings getting pushed down by this map that is appearing at the top of Google. So it's really key to make it's sure... It's appearing to the right now, isn't it? Both. Well, they could do both. They're, they're testing both. They're sort of playing with the actual results to sort of see which works better. Because yeah. you know people are searching for accountants in Chatswood, 
plumbers in Manly. Do you have an accountant in Chatswood? No. <laughs> it's just the put into my head earlier and it's okay. stuck with. Stuck. It's good to stick. It's good to consistent. Consistent. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's talking about a small business now. Accountant in Chatswood. <laughs> That's right. Uh, yeah, the map thing is huge, isn't it? The whole Google Places thing. At the moment, it is probably the most significant change in the way that people are searching on Google. It, it is. It, it, yes. Woo! Yes. All right. <laughs> it is. It's now, funny. I, it is I, a, I understand there's a few intricacies to um, to setting up a Google's Places page. Is there anything you guys can give to our listeners uh, on that? Um, it, it is similar to the SEO, only probably even more so. It it's, is pretty uh, in-depth. Um, I know something, like Pete and I had, had talked about maybe getting something together for yeah, the Yeah, we'll give, the, give away the session and maybe it might be easy. Okay. So we yeah. recorded the session from the workshop, so if we put something together, we'll chuck a website up before the podcast goes out if Righto. we've got time. Righto. And, and, and we we'll step people through how to actually set up the listing. Oh, so step man, by step. Be because there are SEO companies out there, we're one of them, yeah. um, that, that charge you know $500 or $1,000 to set people yep. up on Google Places. But it really is a step-by-step thing that some business, any business owner listening to this needs to be on Google Places and, and we'll give them Helen's a step-by-step step tutorial. Thing, Helen's take to actually get up and running. 15 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll, just, we'll give away the session. In the session in the That'd workshop, we, is, oh, cool. we recorded the screens, we were doing it and literally walked through a business and actually set it up from scratch. So okay. we might as well just so, so if, our, if our listeners go to that, um, they will actually go to Small Business Big Marketing. You go, oh, you've already done the URL, Lukey. Well, uh, until until these guys have um, been able to set up a site, we'll just put in a redirect. And, yeah. Okay. So if, yeah, listeners, if you go to smallbusinessbigmarketing.com forward slash places... So that Perfect. would, if they watch that, they're going to walk away having set their business up on Google Places yep. and being found at the top of Google for free Ooh. alongside wouldn't a map. Wouldn't make those guarantees. <laughs> Why? Uh, definitely get, well, the, the, the map will appear at the top of the Google results page yeah, yeah. and they'll be on that map somewhere. That's right. So I think it's a sequential process that takes 15 minutes that even if a small business, maybe a, a plumber in Baldwin. Ah, or an account in Chatswood. Or even if you're Luke Moulton. Even if you're Luke Moulton. Yeah, you could do it. You could do it. And this is, if you don't have a website, it's a great way to get something online very, very quickly. Yep. And it's very, very effective Brilliant. as well. Thank you, guys. That is a ripper. I'll give that away. Lukey, didn't the kids love that? They sure did, Timbo. Wow. Um, as we said, there were some marketing bombs in there. Yes. And lots to implement. And that's why we're going to cut it short right now, Lucas, because... Um, there is, we're already going to about how long? 40 minutes or yeah, so? it's about 40 minutes. Oh, well, yeah. it's sort of on par for small business, big marketing. So guys, if you do anything, um, make sure you get onto Google Places. Go to smallbusinessbigmarketing.com forward slash places. And that, what you're going to get is, um, I don't know how long it goes for. It's about a 30 minute video on how to implement Google Places. Yeah, it's essentially a segment from um, the workshop yeah. that you attended, Timbo, that was gold. And the guys have kindly given that away exclusively to our listeners. And um, that really is, you know, so many businesses, I was only at a real estate agents on the weekend yep. and showed them and they're like, my God, I mean, how good is that? Mm. Straight to the top of Google. <laughs> when someone does a geographical, a geo-tagged search on your business, it's not going to get you up to Google every, every search, but when they're looking for a business in your area. Yeah, location-specific style searches. Bloody brilliant, Lucas! And we do actually have the boys coming back in the next episode, Timbo. Oh, mate, they are going to keep they're going to keep the gems rolling. They are going to give us the autoresponder one hundred and one treatment. Yep, autoresponder um, lowdown. Yeah, and uh, which which is something that once again underutilized, yep. and we'll find out why and how to make it part of your marketing strategy 
And secondly, they're going to talk about uh, video marketing as well. Um, Dave Jennings is a massive believer in video marketing at the moment. Yeah, uh, at the moment he is. He has got more videos out there than oh. um, I don't know who. <laughs> well, I reckon he does almost. Well, he does one audio, at he least does. one audio a day. He's got a little studio in his office he does, where he, he does that. He and has um, a system. He's a big believer in that. It does get you a hell of a lot of traffic back to your own website, which is so absolutely true. We'll be talking about that in the next episode, um, and also a few other tips from the boys. And Lukey, while I've been listening to this, I've been sending out some tweets. Yep. And I've got the backup of a, a web developer and designer. So we'll share that in the next episode. Indeed. See you then. Cheers. You've just come that little bit closer to getting your business booming thanks to the Small Business Big Marketing Show with Tim Reed and Luke Moulton. Please keep in mind that the information, opinions and ideas expressed in this show are those of the hosts and interviewees and theirs alone and they don't necessarily reflect those of their past, current or future employers.